Calling all detectives. I don't know whether or not you're superstitious, but I once had a case of a prize fighter who thought he'd been jinxed to death. That is the situation on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. Believe me, Jerry Browning, private detective, it doesn't take much to turn a champ into a chump. As I walked into Lefty McGonagall's restaurant, bar, and grill, I saw Kid Boyle and his manager, Jojo, at a table across the room. Kid Boyle was a clever lightweight who'd been coming up fast. Jojo waved at me, so I strolled over to their table. Hello, Jerry. Meet Kid Boyle. Hello, Kid. The smart money says you'll take bar talk in your fight tomorrow. Sure wish I thought so, Jerry. Me? I just told Jojo I'm jinxed. Ain't got a chance. Jojo, his manager, laughed loudly. <laughs> Jerry, this clown just broke a mirror. So right away, he thinks he's through. I pulled out a chair, sat down. Kid, I'm surprised at you. Broken mirrors, black cats, that stuff is hokum right out of the dark ages. You think so? I know so. Forget it. The kid brightened, began to eat. A minute later, he reached for the salt, spilled some, threw a pinch of it over his shoulder. That means I'm going to have a fight. Of course you will. A fight with bar talk tomorrow. And you'd have it whether you spilled the salt or not. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> the rest of the dinner went along without trouble. Then I took out cigarettes, passed them around. I lit a match. Jerry, not three on a match. That's the worst kind of bad luck. Oh, here we go again. Listen, kid, that superstition started several wars ago when enemy sharpshooters could snipe at a soldier holding a match too long. Ever since, people have been knocking themselves out over it. Jerry, I think you could cure me of superstition if you'd work for me for a while. How about you dragging me up out of the dark ages? When Kid Boyle hired me to cure him of superstition, I discovered that what he really wanted was for me to bring him good luck. I walked him down the aisle toward the ring the next night. Look, kid, forget superstition. Go in there and knock Bartok kicking. Yeah, sure, sure. Hey, rub my head for luck, will you, Jerry? The fight was short and snappy. In the first round, the kid caught Bartok in a neutral corner and hit Bartok with everything except the corner. The fight was over in less than a minute and a half. They shoved a microphone under the kid's nose, asked him how he'd done it. Nothing to it. I hit him with a lucky punch. That was enough for me. I talked to the kid's manager in the dressing room. Jojo, the kid's all yours. He doesn't want to be cured of superstition. He wants me for our mascot. I quit as of right now. In the next six months... Kid Boyle shot up through the lightweight ranks with a succession of fast KOs. Then one day I got a panicky call from the kid. Could I please come right over? He was in a bad jam. Jerry, maybe you think it's superstition, but I tell you, this is serious. Marty Morton, the champion, has given me a shot at the title. But the fight is scheduled for Friday the 13th. Who can beat a jinx like that? His manager looked at me, rolled his eyes. That ain't the waste of it, Jerry. You know, the manager's always cut for which one gets the best dressing room for his boy. So we cut. And you know what I cut? No, what? He cut the ace of spades, that's what. The ace of spades. It stands for death. Oh, Jerry, I'll be killed in this fight. 
I'm as good as dead. Well, I argued, pleaded, bullied. But, kid, you can't lose. The odds are all with you. The smart money is on you. Kid, you'll win and be the best lightweight champ in ring history. All I ask is one thing, Jerry. Will you come to my funeral? What can you do with a guy like that? Jojo and I did the only thing possible. We kept him away from reporters. Just the same, the story leaked. Those things always do. And what happened? The odds went even higher in Kid Boyle's favor. Everybody figured the superstition stuff was a gag released by Jojo to push the odds down. On the night of the fight, Friday the 13th, the big arena was a sellout. I had a ringside seat. I got your ticket right under my corner, Jerry. It's my farewell present to you. You're a good guy. Maybe you'll even be a pallbearer for me. Maybe the kid thought he was doomed. But from the way he came tearing out of his corner at the bell, it was plain that he intended to die fighting. He had a reputation as a hard, clean hitter. So did the champ, Morton. So there was plenty of action right from the guard. It was the kid's fight, almost from the start. He was faster, hit harder than the champ. And in the third round, the champ went down for a short count. He bounced right up again, but anybody could see he'd been hurt. At the end of that round, Jojo took the water bucket from one of the handlers, sponged the kid's face carefully. Just before the bell, the kid leaned over toward me. Hey, Jerry, sure looks like I was wrong. I'm getting this guy. Only seconds after the fourth round started, the kid ran into a right hand thrown by Morton. The next instant, he hit the canvas and lay still. Morton went to a neutral corner, the referee started counting, and I got so excited I started to pound the ring post. My hand slipped and went smack up against the sponge with which Jojo had wiped the kid's face. I wiped my wet hand on my jacket. Then I sniffed. Stop the fight! Stop the fight! The kid's been drugged! It was quite a riot while it lasted. But they stopped the fight because I had the evidence. The sponge had been saturated with a drug. And in front of thousands of witnesses, Jojo had swabbed his boy with sleepy sauce. It was an old, old story. A fight manager who'd made a deal to throw his boy, bet heavily on the opposition to win. He'd played on the kid's superstition. And when that didn't seem to be working, he made doubly sure with the dope. Please, give me another chance. I'll square myself. Give me a little time. So they gave him time. Five years. As for the kid, he got a return match with Morton, won easily, held the championship for almost five years, retired undefeated. And as far as I know, was never superstitious again. Like I said, if you get the wishbone, you may think you're lucky. But I ask you to consider what happened to the chicken that had it in the first place. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz. And a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective.